0: Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com Rain, R-E-I-G-N, and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to Audibletrial.com/slash rain. Now let's get to the show. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome back to the Branding Opinions Podcast. This is Crystal. And this is Carmen. And we are back. Yes. We are discussing, well, this is part two. Part two. Of The Sisters Are alright. Yes. Changing
0: the Broken Narrative of Black Women in America by Tamara Winfrey Harris.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome read. Yes. Um, we had a great time reading it, and that's why we're doing this review. Yes. And so this is part two, if I hadn't already said that. And on this?
0: This part, we're going to be talking about sex, because mm-hmm. we all like it, and marriages, because some of us have been there, done that.
1: hmm <laughs> True. True, true, very true.
0: Based off of the last um, installment that we did, you know how much we really we were really feeling this book. I love how it's broken down, and for we're going to start off with sex because, I mean, it's great. It makes us feel nice sometimes if you don't have to fake it. <laughs> oh, <God>. um, <laughs> there's a quote here. And it says, I would love to see more women feel free to think beyond this sense of sex as obligation or a chore or something we give away or something we do to keep men, but instead to think of sex as personal satisfaction. And I thought that that quote was great because Mm -hmm. you know who came to my mind? Who? Iris from Married at First Sight. She had been almost indoctrinated With this idea that sex or the act of it or her chastity or her virginity was a prize. Was the gift. And something to give away to someone. Right. You know? Right. And so I feel like that type of mentality also creates like some type of, what's the word I want to use? Complex around sex.
1: Right. And I think that we're naturally shifted into the question that they're asking us as, as a young girl growing up, what messages about respectability did you receive mm-hmm. in regard to how it looked that they were, what they were telling us about sex.
0: Right. Right. So I
1: feel like a lot of young women were under the idea that don't have sex. Right. Ha- be a virgin until marriage. So you can give mm-hmm. something to your husband to a scoundrel. And that makes you respectful. <laughs> it makes yeah. you a high quality woman. And, I mean, not that it doesn't, but it's just, like, it's more to it than that. It is. I feel like um, maybe you're giving a greater gift to a marriage Mm. um, or your, you know, your mate if, you know, you know who you are sexually. Right. And you know what you're comfortable with. And you're, you know, you're open, open Mm -hmm. in a sense, but you've experienced enough to know, you know. And I feel like giving that to somebody is just as valuable. I, I agree. Yeah. And so... That's where I feel like, you know, as a child, as a young woman, they, you know, did us a disservice and I wrote down Yes. Um, for me, they they gave young women the idea that if a young man approached you about sex, he only wanted
0: mm, sex. Right.
1: It's like it was he were he was using you for that. And uh-huh. I'm not gonna say that's a lie or whatever, but it makes you overprotective in a sense. It makes you fearful of being used. Mm-hmm. You know, when This is something that you can, when you're ready, uh, you can grow to appreciate yourself because, you know, sex is not just, you know, something that somebody can use. It's something very enjoyable, something very, very pleasurable. It's something that does need, you do need restrictions and guidelines on. But, you know, I feel like they're invoking a lot of fear more so.
0: Yeah. And I agree 100% Mm -hmm. because I don't feel like the sex talk for women is the same as the sex talk For men. For men. I
1: feel like they, it's more relaxing and accepting. It's something you're going to do when they talk to men. Yes. And it's, it's almost like prevent it as long as you can when they're talking to women. Right.
0: And did you ever have, did your parents have like a birds and the bees or sex talk with you?
1: Um, I think one day they tried Uh and I was like, you know, a little sad. I'm like, I've been there. I know, you know, but I hadn't, (laughs) I hadn't experienced anything. I just didn't want them to waste their time. Right. Trying to tell me something I already knew.
0: I don't think I had the talk, but I definitely received a book. Mm -hmm. And it was a book about uh, growing and puberty and things that are happening with your body. And at the very end, it talked about sex and and what all it entails and about how to be safe. Right. But I don't think that my parents ever had the wear the chastity belt conversation with me.
1: You know, and I'm not opposed to the conversation. I feel like some young women benefit greatly from their parents, you know, making, you know, putting the emphasis on them being ready
0: Mm-hmm. for sure
1: and holding out until they're ready or whatever, not, not making it like a shame thing, uh-huh. but making it something that you need to be prepared for. Right. And it's almost highly unlikely to be prepared in high school, you know, right. and, and you want to give to somebody worthy and it's almost highly unlikely to be worthy in high school. <laughs> in high school. <laughs> and so it's that type of thing that I wish, you know, parents, um, Parental, yeah you know whoever you know whoever has to rear a child I, I wish that they you know talked about it in the sense of it's going to happen but I'm going to talk to you about it to where I'm not scaring you and you understand there is safety risk there
0: there are real consequences to having unprotected sex yeah. out here in these streets there's
1: safety risks there and it's a maturity thing and sometimes you physically feel ready mm-hmm. but it's it's almost a decision you regret when you're too young right you right
0: know? right right I because I'm a feminist, (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like that sometimes our sex talks for women are only propping up the patriarchy because it's, it's like you say, it's all about don't do it. You'll be dirty. You'll be tainted. No one will want you. It's not ladylike. It's all of these different things, but it's not the same for men. And so you have a lot of boys growing up to be man whores who think that it's cool or it's what men do sowing their oats and all these other dumbass excuses that they make for men being hoarse.
1: Right. And you naturally went into the first question, which <laughs> is, you know, um, how do you view sexual freedom? And I feel like you just said you want there to be no difference between Absolutely. men and women in regards to sex. Right. Like if, if, if you know, if he's, if this is what men do, it's what women do. Mm-hmm. You know, I think adults, by the time you get to adulthood, you should know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's expected as an adult for you to know your body enough to know what you're into. I feel like a lot of people are getting late to the game, to, to like what their sexuality preference is. Because right. they, they just found, they just started having sex. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they just not realizing they're not attracted to women. Right. You know, or they just not realizing they are attracted to women. Or however you look at it, you know, it's just like, look. For some people, unfortunately, their first sexual experience, it won't be something that they wanted and i feel like the conversations yeah. when we have them mm-hmm. when they've been like a shame written this makes the young lady more secretive about
0: yes i feel like women definitely feel like they have to tiptoe around their sexuality
1: but i'm saying like it's violated
0: because it, mm-hmm. a lot of people's first sexual
1: experience is a violation yeah and, and unfortunately and because unfortunately and because we, we talk to women so much in regards and shame about sex. It makes them stay a little bit it's more that quiet. Whole, that victim blaming. They're quiet about mentality. their first experience, even though it's nothing they're proud of, but it's still something they need to talk about. Mm-hmm. So somebody can help them if necessary. Right, right, right. You understand? So I feel like there are so many benefits of talking about this. In a way that it's not like shaming women right and making it okay for men.
0: Right, because you know, words mean things and mm-hmm. I am sure we, we were raised by older black women and you hear them say, Oh, she's scandalous or she fast, fast or things like that. And I feel like that can be hurtful and is it is it is it is she really fast or is she or does she have a confidence that you maybe you didn't have at that age or she had a security that maybe you didn't have at that age or that Uh, unawareness yes yeah or something like that
1: and i feel like people would like to make the awareness a very unnatural thing Mm -hmm. or something that you know is brought on by whatever the case may be whether it's you know her mama was fast or whoever Mm -hmm. she, she grew she was around older girls too much or whatever or even if you know what like that was a violation somewhere. Right. However you look at it, we, we have to understand there is an awareness of sex. You know, yeah. we understand like you, you, how born, do you think
0: 9 billion people got on this planet?
1: Like we are born, <laughs> we we're born with these, these body parts or whatever. You're going to explore whether you know what you're doing or not. Right. How often do babies touch down there? Right. You know, what, they don't know what they're doing. Right. But you, you become aware of these things and you know, you're going to explore and it's natural. Right and we we need to take the shame away from the conversation, especially with women, especially with black women and you know it's just it's just our job. we need to be more mindful of what kind of prisons we're putting people in um with shame. Ooh. I know we have expectations and we want to give them you know the best you know opportunities and the best advice ever. but you know life is gonna happen whether it's the way you want it to or not, and we need to raise people who adjust right to their circumstance and mm. learn how to deal and make the most of any situation. Yeah. So I feel like taking shame away and giving and making it free. Like it's okay to, yeah. to like boys, you know, Yeah. it's okay to like girls. It's okay to feel like you like sex, you know? Right. But if I educate you and I tell you it's okay, then I'm also, you know, giving you preparation to make, Great choices.
0: Right, 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 right. How do I view sexual freedom? Doing what you want with who you want as frequently as you want safely and with consent. That is sexual freedom to me. Yep. I don't give a damn. If I got a different man in this house every night, that's my business. You know what I'm saying? And it right. doesn't make me a whore. Nope. It doesn't make me dysfunctional in some type of way. Why can't I just enjoy Why can't you
1: have a healthy sexual appetite?
0: Why can't I have a healthy sexual appetite? And I feel like our society and a lot of societies that oppress women, which is all of them, they make it seem like it's something wrong with you to enjoy sex. Like we're just supposed to lay there and take it. The only person that's supposed to enjoy this
1: exchange is the man. And and I think there's so many people who don't get it in that way, but it's exactly like that. You know, like you were you're supposed to meet one man and that's supposed to be the best sex you ever experienced. Never. And you're supposed to have all the children with him and every time he (laughs) every time he requests sex, that's when you have it, and you're not supposed to know any better, so it's supposed to be the best thing. And you know, that's just it's not reality and it's not a great reality. Right. If that's the reality you have it, I'm sorry. But, you know, I feel like it's it's just it's one side. And I I really was saying that for the men to understand it the way y'all see it Mm. is unfair very and it and you should just really consider like you really are giving this woman you know little to no life experience right and so basically you end up being with somebody who has to love you Mm. and and you know just like on Beauty and the Beast and Carmen's already saying bestiality or whatever (laughs) um just like on Beauty and the Beast you when you realize you love someone you don't want to imprison them and and you you kind of feel like you have Somebody who knows, who's been through life and understands exactly what they're looking for. Right. Coming in partnership with you. When when you are okay with women having experiences mm-hmm. and being ready to settle down with somebody if they choose to settle down with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just like you want the men to sow their royal oaks and be ready for marriage because you want them to get it out get of out out their system, so to speak. You want this woman to have done enough to where she knows what she wants. Right. Because I feel like a lot of relationships and marriages are crumbling. Yeah. Because nobody knew what they want. Because nobody was allowed to experiment. It wasn't okay.
0: I have a theory about why men want to be able to sow their royal oats and they want women to remain virgins until marriage.
1: What is the theory?
0: Lousy lovers. And let me tell you, I feel like these men want inexperienced women. So that they can continue to be the lousy lovers that they are. Because if she doesn't know what to expect, she doesn't know that I'm half assing it. She doesn't know that I'm selfish. She doesn't know that, you know, this is supposed to be a give and take. She only thinks that it's supposed to be a take. And let me tell you something else. I'm going on a petty note here. So pardon me. Okay. The reason I feel like there is like this, this surge in, you know, women faking orgasms is because I feel like For some reason, we don't have the courage to tell men that this doesn't feel good. I, feel, I don't like this. I,
1: honestly, if you're faking an orgasm, I think you're You're trying only to get,
0: doing a disservice to yourself.
1: I, I feel like you're trying <laughs> to get it over with. Okay. All right. No, but but, but.
0: but you read these articles about these women who've never had orgasms or can only have them by themselves. And it's like, why is that? You know what I'm saying?
1: I don't know. Um I I don't know and I I don't feel like it's safe to say the man isn't doing something. I feel like I if feel like if
0: only y'all could see my face. I mean, listen, <laughs> I feel
1: like it is the the woman also has to play a part. Like right? when you feel like you are close uh-huh. to climate you need to say,
0: yeah, be still. Right. Or do that. But I'm saying you know? we've been taught to
1: just be quiet. Well, I don't. I don't know who this instructor was for everybody else, but I they 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 knew they couldn't tell me nothing, <laughs> and so like I a lot of the things that I read and learn about, like I I knew it was there, or whatever. But I can't say that I experienced them. Right. I, for whatever reason, I, I feel like with all the religion I was given in life growing up, for some reason I had permission, yeah, to be who I was. I had permission to want to tell you know my spouse when we were just dating that I had been experienced and, you know, right. I knew what I wanted yeah. and it was him. And I knew that yeah. I wanted him and, right. you know, and I enjoyed what we did or whatever. And so I feel like, I feel like everybody should have that freedom and that their fearlessness in regards to their sexuality, right. In regards to their experience. Because
0: this is supposed to be fun. Right. Without We're supposed to be enjoying ourselves. right?
1: Without the shame and being looked down upon. And in, in any event that, you know, he would have looked down upon me, that would have just been, you know, easy for me better for me to move on to somebody who could handle right could deal with all of that all of what i was bringing to the table absolutely which is a gift because i don't know, know that's anyway. right because <laughs> i'm a cat. you know anyway <laughs> um but yeah the, i think it's really important to be free in that aspect and i feel like you know I don't know why all these rules in society came came about but I really feel like they were trying to make it safe for somebody Mm. and whoever you're protecting I can almost guarantee you it wasn't the black woman it
0: was the male ego okay and so
1: (laughs) maybe a lot of these rules were to protect the male ego because we also understand they could be the most destructive okay so maybe on some level of taking care of the world, mm-hmm. these things were developed. But, you know, we live and we learn and we're learning that, you know, in order for, you know, everybody to play their part, everybody has to be satisfied some way, some, mm. you know. Some, but
0: we study getting the short end of the stick, so I don't understand. I don't understand. I,
1: I, I think, you know, when you say it plays into the, the patriarchy mm-hmm. of the way things, I feel like the short end of the stick, you only end up with it if you're accepting of it. mm You understand?
0: Valid point. And so
1: I feel like once you made these rules for yourself and say, this is what I deserve, this is what I want, and you stick to that when, you know, navigating in life, Mm -hmm. I feel like the short ends of the stick can't be what you end up with. Right. Because you are you are basically basically customizing your stick for you. Mm, yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? So I, even though I feel like we might not get the best of most things, right. I feel like as an individual navigating, you have choices to make and you move a certain way to make sure you are benefiting. Right. Like you can't say this is happening, this is happening, but you also, you can't say that if you're participating with what you don't want.
0: I feel you. So- I feel you but does the rest of the world understand that you know know?
1: I get it I get it I get everybody's not in the same situation but I'm saying we have power to change yeah we do we have power to change things we can't change everything we can't change we we, we cannot make it look good for everyone overnight right but I feel like if we all work on making it look good for ourselves yeah then maybe one day we can say change changed for everybody Yeah. you know I agree I
0: agree Um, There's another question here And it speaks to Black actresses Or entertainers And how they are Overly sexualized Mm -hmm. Or aggressively sexual In their performances Do you feel like that Negatively affects The common black woman?
1: The only reason I do Feel like it negatively affects us Is because there's so many people Who want to think negatively anyway Yeah And so they use those things To reinforce what they believe Mm -hmm. I don't I don't particularly think those women are, you know, entertainers affect us personally, but I feel like, you know, because it's not just me seeing it, somebody feels impacted. And I feel like the ignorant person says, oh, because Beyonce or Lizzo or whomever is doing something, that's every woman. I feel like that's the very, that's, that's ignorant. Yeah. It's ignorant for you to try to group anybody in that form. or You know, it's just stupid. So it's like, while I know it doesn't impact me, I still have to be aware.
0: Right. So does it perpetuate the stereotype of Jezebel? Of the Jezebel that, you know...
1: And the only reason it perpetuates it is because people want to think like that. People yeah. want that to be the case. They want black like, women I, to be overly We We can't control... We and... cannot control what they want. Yeah. Like, even if we, we can run up in their face and march and do everything you can think of to deconstruct the ideas they already have set they we cannot control what they want to believe right that, that's you know that's something you have to do in life when you realize you're dealing with somebody who wants to believe a certain thing about you uh-huh. you have to decide if this is a battle you're gonna continue to fight. Uh-oh.
0: and sometimes you just be tired sometimes
1: you be like you know what i understand <laughs>
0: That it's you're just, that you're incapable and you're fixed
1: <laughs> that way, so I'm just going to remove
0: right myself from this equation.
1: Right. So you can think what you want to, or not. And it won't impact me, child. So yeah, I feel like I feel like we have no control over what they want yeah. to believe. But ultimately, I do not feel like it's it's hurting us because I'm not her. She's not me. Right. I speak for myself. Mm. I define myself. You know. But I get it. I get like I. Yeah. I can't help. Somebody wants to see me in this light.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm just thinking back to like my first sexual experience and how lackluster it was.
1: <laughs> I feel, but see, that's what I, I
0: personally. I feel like that's par for the course. Yeah, it's
1: par for the course. I personally believe first sexual interactions with straight, like the first time you sleep with anybody. Yeah. It's I,
0: it's very awkward. I think
1: that is just the way it is. Even if you're drunk, you're too drunk to know it's awkward.
0: Chow. <laughs> My first uh, sexual experience was in the backseat of a car as most teenagers. And um, it was just so just blah. Like, I really, like, left the situation like, this is what all the hype is about? blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it was blah. just... It just smells like rubber in this car, and I am just unfulfilled. Like I really should just go home, take a shower, and finish watching uh damn uh the Real World or some shit because that was a complete and utter waste of my time. Wow. Well, it was
1: true. Well, well, maybe
0: it was trash, or maybe I just didn't know what to expect, or maybe I, you know, I just don't know. It maybe was just,
1: maybe your expectations were were way too high, way too high. <laughs> because the the like the the actuality is it was too inexperienced. Young adults. Right, right. And neither one of y'all knew what y'all was doing or why y'all were doing it. Y'all yeah. were pro- basically were just reenacting what you believed happened. Right. So, of course, but you don't know that then. Right. And so, you know, basically every experience is like.
0: And, you know, and I'm glad that you speak on that because maybe I did psych myself up because I've been a reader all
1: my life. All my life. So you basically was having them Daniel Steele uh, imagery. Yeah.
0: And I'm thinking to myself like <laughs> this man ain't got nary muscle. <laughs> this is not nearly as big as I thought that a real life penis would look like. And I am just thoroughly unsatisfied here. Like this was a complete waste of time. Mm-hmm. A complete waste of time. And then, you know, you, you you learn. You live and you learn and you get loves. I guess it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. Like, when you like, find that one, it's like, oh, well, this guess is what? Shit.
1: So you experienced it and then now you have something to go off, right? And so every time gets a little bit better because you have a, a better idea, right? And that's and that's how it works. And that's why I'm saying you're you're giving somebody a gift when you come with experience, right?
0: And I also feel like in other aspects, I don't know if this is saying something about me and maybe I'm broken somewhere inside, but for me, sex has been an aspect of my life where I just did not compromise. I really be like, that's that shit I don't like. Like, stop it. You know what I'm saying? Because if we're supposed to both be enjoying this this situation here, we've got to communicate because I'm not just going to keep doing all the shit that you like. I need for you to also, you know, take some time and consideration to do some shit that I like. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And does that make me a Jezebel? Does that make me a whore? Does that make me loose? No, it makes me confident in knowing that we're not finna be here wasting no time, sir. You know, I you know,
1: like I said. <laughs> We're just some, not. Some people are just hell bent on having their limited uh, definitions for everything. Right. And they want to believe what they want to believe. And I, somebody, just the fact that we're having these conversations with Jezebel whores, you know? Right. And so, I mean, you know, screw you. I'm free. And then, and you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then there was a portion in the book where they, some fake ass feminist, but whatever, oh. had, you know, all of these things to say about Beyonce and the fact that she's singing about sex. But she's singing about sex. With her husband. So we're damned if we do. And we're damned if we don't. And, and
1: and she does not control the parent who lets their underage child sing the songs about Beyonce singing about sex. You see what I'm saying? And create ideas in their head. Like, that has nothing to do with her. But keep
0: her. that same energy for Madonna, though. Okay. okay?
1: And, and, and that's that's exactly what's happening. Like, it's bad... When black women do it, or whatever, it's a problem when black women do it. It looks different when black women do it.
0: But that's propping up white supremacy in them thinking that the, the 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 postmark or the hallmark for femininity and how women should act is the white woman.
1: Right, and it's like a, de- a lot of deconstruction with black women too. We have to understand that we have been supportive to that narrative for a long yeah. time. And like once you realize it, once mm-hmm. you see it, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of things. We go back and undo yeah but you know right now in the moment realizing it you're just like you know what i'll do better going forward for sure you know and so i feel like a lot of people just don't realize how deep it goes yeah
0: it does it goes very deep Mm -hmm. and i also grew up religious Uh, i'm not anymore but i think that that also props up the patriarchy as well Absolutely. you know what i'm saying and because we know the biggest holes that you find are usually somewhere in or nearby Somebody's church house. Don't matter what denomination. There's usually some horage going on. You know what I'm saying? Because pass <sighs> this moment as quickly as possible. I'm
1: just because I had a ridiculous joke and I say it.
0: No, nope. do it, Mm-mm. please. Can't. I can't always be the one.
1: I will not be that one.
0: <laughs> but and I also feel like because we see with some PKs, like it's like preachers' kids. Um.
1: They go wild. They go crazy. They go crazy.
0: They go wild. All of the suppression, all of the restrictions, all of the, the controlling. You know what I'm saying? When they finally get that one sliver of, I have a, a, a moment of freedom,
1: they're they not go an crazy.
0: Act. And be, and they're, they're uneducated because you've only been trying to drill in what the Bible say, which if that's the choice that you want to make, great. But we also got to throw some scientific facts up in here. And we also have to throw in some real world experience up in here. Okay? Oh, real world experience. You see what I'm saying? Because it's like... You mean it, what's really gonna happen? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, wow. Like... That's a factor? Like, Joseph, that's not your baby. Oh. But we do know how sperm and eggs work. How did we get back here? I'm sorry. But we know... I'm sorry. <laughs> but listen, this is what'll happen. But, you know... Sex education in this country is just trash because people still want to just breeze by it like it doesn't happen and that is what I think contributes not all of the time but in some ways to teenage pregnancies or or unwanted pregnancies sometimes because let's not let's not think that the only people that don't know how sex work are 14 and 15 years old. 15 year olds. There are grown ass people yeah. who are still utterly confused utterly. about how pregnancy happens. Con
1: feels it will tell you there is
0: I, a miseducation happening what i
1: will tell you you know you can have the ability to make a baby but nine times out of ten the only time you are guaranteed to have a baby is when you ain't ready <laughs> no that's fucking that's right. that is the truth that is the truth when you have no clue the less educated you are the easier it is to make a baby you see what as i'm saying as soon as you prepare prepared and you want to plant a child babies be like oh no Girl, I can't come that way. It don't work like that, you know.
0: But also for someone like me, mm-hmm. and I can only speak for Carmen because I've known what I've liked for a long time. But because my mother works in the healthcare profession, I also know how babies are made. You ain't finna pull one over on Carmen. You feel what I'm saying? Because who got to carry it? Me. Who got to figure out what to do with it after it's here? Me. So we're not we're not playing these games, sir. We shan't. Makes
1: sense. <laughs> It makes sense. And so, I mean, that's just, that's just, I really wish, I really wish we weren't still here. Yeah, for sure. I, I feel like we've lived too long. We've seen a lot change for this to still be the same. Yes. But I mean. But as, as
0: long as men are in control, this is what, this is what it is. But it's up to us. It's up to black women to take our power back. To take your power back. You see what I'm
1: saying? And to... And recognize when they're trying to take it away. Yeah. Girl, don't get me started. Recognize. Recognize. It might not be like obvious, complete. You know, it might not be like completely obvious, but you you realize, just pay attention. Yeah. Pay attention. Like, we, we are going to get into the Handmaid's Tales. Yes. And um, we might have a little <laughs> something for you in regards to that. We're definitely going to get into that. And um, no way. I, I'm not gonna make it if it ever goes to that Child. y'all gotta know <laughs> say your goodbyes as soon as it go down Crystal already gone
0: <laughs> but um, I think this is a good time to take a break so that we can come back and talk about marriage
1: marriage alright
0: we'll be right back okay today's show is brought to you by Audible Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to AudibleTrial.com slash Train and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to Audible.com/slash to get started today. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks and original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. Crystal loves Audible. She loves it, and because of Audible, Crystal has become an active member in the chapter chat book club. Our recent reads include The Sisters Are Alright: Changing the Broken Narrative of Black Women in America by Tamara Winfrey Harris, The Darkest Child by Dolores Phillips, and The Beauty Myth: How Images of Beauty Are Used Against Women by Naomi Wolf all of these titles and more can be found on Audible. So, to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com/rain. Again, that's audibletrial.com/rain for your free audiobook. And we are back. Sure are. Holding it down. All right, y'all. So, let's talk about marriage.
1: Marriage. Cuz I've been
0: there done that. <laughs> I've been there I'm doing that. She's there and she's doing it very well. Marriage, marriage, um, marriage. This isn't a question that's on the guide here, but what expectations or what had you been taught about marriage before you decided it was something that you could possibly do, may want to do?
1: You know, the more I reflect on what I was taught, the more I realize how stubborn and hard-headed I was. Uh-huh. I, didn't, I didn't listen to nobody. <laughs> I did listen to nobody. It's like I was I was receiving information. I paid attention to experience. Yeah. And so what I gathered from experience from like the marriages I, I saw do well and fail or whatever, or just people just, you know, live together till they die uh-huh. or whatever, I realized that there was a need to be happy mm. or whatever. And this happiness I learned later on had to come from you. There was this misconception that you had to make each other happy. Mm-hmm. And that has nothing to do with the happiness of, you know, the individuals or whatever, but that was, you. I, I can tell you, I believe that in a marriage, the marriage, the guy had to make the woman happy. The woman had to make the guy happy. Yeah. So I would always assume like if the woman, you know, was unattractive, there's no way this man was happy or whatever, or vice versa or whatever. And, and you know, you live and you learn and you realize they ain't got nothing to do with it mm. or whatever. And so there was just like different, I'm going to say, what's the word I'm looking for? Superficial ideas I had about marriage. Yeah. That, Probably did not serve me at all, and um, just the, the 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 misconceptions of everything and yeah. not understanding how life worked, mm. you know. And so it was all things that you know, like sex, yeah. you know, had to be a certain way, and people had to look a certain way, and you know, y'all had to believe a certain way, and y'all had to do the same thing, right? And you know, just be the same person somehow, yeah. some way.
0: Did I have any preconceived notions about marriage? Um, No, but I also have been surrounded by what not to do, if that makes any kind of sense. Perfect. I saw the superficial marriages that were just for show but they get home and they in separate bedrooms and, and, you know, not talking to one another, but out in public, oh, they were the picture of, you know what I'm saying?
1: If you don't want me, then don't talk to
0: me. Shout out to the pick-me's. Go
1: ahead, free yourself.
0: (laughs) And then, you know, and just speaking to my parents' marriage, you know, not to put them on blast because they did the best they could with what they had. You feel me? But from the outside looking in, It was always give, 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 give on my mother's end and take, 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 take on my stepdad's end. It was always her compromising, her, you know, giving something up, her being sad. But it was always him expecting her to do and go without and take it on the chin and this, this, that and the third. So that was something that I definitely knew that I did not want. But in having conversations with her, she was taught that that's what she was supposed to do. Right. That is how the dynamic was supposed to be. Like, there was no place for her happiness in that marriage.
1: And so, that's a lot of what we are deconstructing. De- deconstructing is what we were taught, because what our parents were taught. Yeah. And what their parents taught them. And yeah. And what their parents' parents taught them. So, I feel like that's a lot of the work that we're doing is because these ideas were mm. accepted and not rejected and not questioned. Right. And not, you know, analyze and not, you know, saying, does this work for me?
0: Right. And so when I did get married, you know, the first thing out of my mother's mouth was submit. And I turned into a soldier boy at his breakfast club submit. and submit. Oh, God. What are you? And, and then, you know, this was obviously after the fact, I think back to an the Kid interview that she did where she says compromise for what? You know what I'm saying? Not fully understanding that there's different levels different to this levels compromise game. You see what I'm saying? Right. But you know, you live and you learn and you get loves. Right. right. Right, 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 But um, there is a quote because each one of our sections start with a quote. Bam. And it says, how can a black woman find someone to love her just as she is if she is constantly encouraged to be someone else, to execute some rote or re." Redu- reductive sorry uh, performance to appeal to the allegedly universal needs of the opposite sex
1: you know what i just realized that aretha franklin spoke to this did she it ain't no way and we talked ain't about no it remember we talked hey. about it
0: go check out that episode as well
1: ain't no way we <laughs> talked about it it ain't no way like i can't love you if you are not allowing me to mm-hmm. love you the way. I know how to love. Right. Not the way you believe I should love. Not Mm -hmm. the way you believe women should act. Right. But the way I know. Me. You marrying me. You know? And I feel like that's the maturity that everybody needs Mm. when they are, you know, finding someone in the marriage or whatever. It's understanding that you are marrying an individual. Mm. And when this individual shows you that they are incapable of what works Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. with you, then instead of you being mad at them because they are not doing something, accept that they are not capable. This is not them. You have an idea. You feel like it should work this way. And it either does or it doesn't. But when it doesn't, Make your move, you know, like there's some things you can work out, but I feel like some things repeat themselves and we ignore them repeatedly. Yeah, for sure. And so I feel like it's like it's okay for this individual to be incapable. They're not a bad person. They just can't do this. And this is what I need. Mm. Shout
0: out to Keisha Cole. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she had a song, "Incapable," right? And you, you always <laughs> shout her out for it. I can't. Help uh, it. But it's like it's like when when you realize there's something you need to be okay, right? And that person lacks that specific thing. It's a it. Yeah, And you are.
0: But we're always we're always ushered and pushed into these almost and this made me be me jumping out of a window but that's what I do into these like second-class citizen roles sometimes and I yeah. do, and I just don't like it I don't appreciate it because if we're supposed to be this team right you know what I'm saying there has to be but some I, give and take here but
1: I also feel like men are forcing themselves a lot of times into these roles where they feel like they have to be this everything this, this I didn't this ask drill you that. sergeant this this uh I am the provider. I make the decisions. I do all this. I I didn't ask you to do that. I put all this on my back because this is what a man's supposed to do. And I feel like. Who told you that? Maybe if the men stop clinging to these roles.
0: Clinging to their own dysfunction.
1: Right. uh, Maybe they will also like release the responsibility that this role puts on the women. mm Mm-hmm. That they choose to love.
0: So are, are we trying to fill roles? Are we trying to be yeah, casted for, for parts feel in this like, play? I
1: absolutely feel like people do not do the work to self-identify. Mm-hmm. And they just fall in line into these roles. And fall into these social norms. And, 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 and try to find happiness within those things. And then when they find themselves unhappy, it's their partner's fault. But it's really your... Decision to just be right something that you're not.
0: So is that? Do you think that that is the a main contributing factor into why divorce rates are 53? percent
1: Absolutely. Okay, I agree. No, I, I, absolutely, I agree. I, people refuse to you know accept who they are, and I, and I feel like successful marriages yeah are people who are constantly growing and understanding. You are not what I told myself you should be. You know? Right. You're not that. And I don't know if you should be that or if I love you enough to allow you to be who you are. Mm. Because sometimes you do have to ask yourself how this love works and what it should look like in a marriage. Right. And and love should not be built on expectations only. Love should be built on some reality. You know, like, do I love you or do I love what I would like for you to be?
0: Mm. So what are your thoughts on... This isn't on the sheet either. This is just us going Mm -hmm. what do you how do you feel about you know our elders Mm -hmm. and some of them if they were ever married been married forever Mm -hmm. but you see all of the shit that granddaddy put grandma through Mm -hmm. and her in giving the wisdom that she knows is saying to her grandchildren and great-grandchildren this bear down and take it type of stuff
1: I'm saying you know maybe that was the best advice at some period in time you understand? Right. But you also have to know while truths may expire, um, the actual, like, the way things change right? might, you know, just make them invalid. You understand? Right. So, like, while your grandmother, you know, your great-great-great-grandmother had to bear down, you don't have to, right? And so what you should take from that is do what is best for you. I feel like that's what great-great-great-grandmother was trying to tell uh, your mother's mother. Yeah, do what work. What benefits you? And sis, unfortunately, you you know fighting this man and getting a black eye if he decides to beat you because you are being disrespectful, ain't gonna work for you. Right. And and you being put out and not being able to take care of your kids or not being with their kids or you know being poor with your kids, ain't gonna work for you. Right. And so I think they were trying to put us in the best position possible. Mm. They weren't necessarily thinking about our individuality. Cause I don't think that mattered for anybody back then. Hell no. Okay. And so like it's invalid today because we have so many more, so much more freedoms to be who we are. But I feel like that was great advice back then.
0: Great. Because my great, great grandmother actually had an arranged marriage. She was 14 when she got married and her husband was a grown ass man. Do you hear me?
1: So he, he did have a child.
0: I think his late thirties, early forties.
1: So he, he basically had a child. Yeah. He, he basically did mm-hmm. and, and and that's As crazy as that is That's why you still have These perverts out there Because at one point It was okay to marry Uh huh These little kids Yeah And then But you you, you you making them Be women When they're not ready To be women
0: And she had children And my great great grandmother Did not learn How to read or write Until she was 40 years old So, so uh, that just speaks To the patriarchy That speaks to Men trying to keep Their you know Foot on women's neck this was way back when right,
1: but i you you it's it's still pieces of that in today's society absolutely and, and you can tell because you know men automatically just want to feel like they are in charge in charge or they know the most are they the most you know intelligent in this area in regard you know just they want to feel that way and, and it comes from that.
0: And you see, you know, when the wife got too much lip or too many opinions, what do they do? Leave it for someone younger and less experienced, who's not going to push back, who's not going to know that this isn't really right.
1: Or someone who's docile, like they like you to say. You see what I'm saying? Or oh, whatever. Uh, so here's
0: If the you thing. want a doormat, go to Lowe's. Like, what the fuck?
1: And so I guess you do see the evolution of men because I feel like a lot of them are still very archaic. Some of them are very (laughs) archaic, but a lot of them are truly looking for mates. Yeah. And, you know, um, I guess the men who are evolved enough to be looking for a true mate Mm -hmm. are not evolved enough to know what to find in a true mate. Shit you understand (laughs)
0: absolutely
1: so they they end up in that old system to where they get something that they like what they look like right but they don't have a mate
0: Mm. you understand y'all want bed warmers just say it you want bed warmers and you want someone that's young enough to give you the slew of children that you want but
1: it's complicated you know it's it's, very so just as hard as it is for us it's It's equally as hard as for them because they have a lot of foolishness to sort through. Absolutely. To realize what works for them. It's a lot
0: of mental chains on both sides Mm -hmm. that need to be broken. Shout out to Mary Mary.
1: Bring the shackles off my feet. Absolutely. It's a a lot of, there's a lot to deconstruct. There's tons. And I don't know, I don't know, Lord, how long will civilization need to be here for us to get to where (laughs) we need to be? And will it just be easy to press restart and just be like, okay. Yes. Do you
0: think that the marriage dynamic is, more difficult or more easy depending on your race do you think that white women have it easier when it comes to marriage and finding a mate or do you think women in general just have a shitty go at it or
1: I think women in general have a have it hard and regarding marriage I feel like white women are even more so um stuck into this archaic way step of being. step the wife type mentality. Yeah, I think they got it worse. Okay. I think they, you know, like the book said, they they had this idea where they have to be, you know, a certain size just oh, to yeah. even attract the man and keep him or whatever. And black women weren't given that right. or whatever. But, you know, they, they put other labels on us to make it hard for us. But what I'm saying, I feel like they have it even harder. Mm-hmm. And they have even more things to deconstruct. But because, because they were, you know, given more, given more aid. Yeah. And living, quality lives like vacations and having it easier
0: help with, with their kids with
1: their with their you know roles or whatever they might feel like they have it better right or whatever and we didn't get all those luxuries and so you know their their dysfunction is dressed up they're mm. they're um, a gucci scarf
0: on yeah it. their their <laughs>
1: dysfunction is fancy i feel it our our dysfunction is yeah you know it's, <laughs> it's basic yeah, you know, and so and so it feels better for them because of the way they've dressed theirs up. But on our end, we see it for what it is and we yeah. know it needs to change for sure. But I feel like we're all struggling, you know, and I feel like as we continue to evolve, mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I can tell my child is different just because I was different, you know, she's the best. And, and, and you can just we're going to continue to evolve. And yeah. like I, I tell we, we were, you know, joking yesterday and I just told her, I'm like, she's unrelenting. So whoever she and I hope she keeps it. Yeah, like whoever she ends up with, hopefully he's more like me. Yeah, somebody who understands who they are and doesn't need to feel the control to feel like they're in control. Like Mm -hmm. I don't need to have the upper hand to know where I am. Right. You know, it's a
0: security factor.
1: Yeah, it's. I feel like you have to be secure within self to navigate most situations because people are coming for your throat. All the time. And sometimes you can be like. You killed me. And then as soon as they <laughs> run away, you get up and go do what you got to do, you know? And it's, it's like, you know, it's like, some, it does feel like a game. Mm-hmm. And then for some people, you feel like, you know what, I'm going to show you my strength because I'm not dealing with you. Mm. So I'm going to stand, you know, I'm going to stand up and you go, you're going to cower and that's going to be that.
0: So are people coming into these marriages with their defenses up? Like it's a battle. Like, um, I, say, like I say, I love you and I want to be with you, but do I really fully trust
1: you? I think it's unintentional. Okay. I feel like a lot of stuff isn't working. So premarital
0: through. counseling should be a prerequisite. It
1: it it should be. But yeah. Most people, you know, I feel like that. Does Texas have covenant marriages? I have no clue.
0: Because some states, I know Arkansas for sure has what's called a covenant marriage, where you have to do premarital counseling before you can get married, and it's mandatory counseling before you can get a divorce.
1: And so, like here... they make
0: you well, work that, for a divorce. I, I
1: feel like that's a great idea. Um, I also feel like a lot of the, the premarital counseling comes from like the Christians yeah, or whatever. And people are getting away from that, as you know. And so a lot of that will go, you know, and I feel like people don't think about that unless they're really serious about marriage. For sure. You know, like really serious. Like whether they tell us or not, I know they're counseling those people on marriage at first sight. Like, whether that's serious or not. Yeah. I feel like they're doing that at very least because they're experts or whatever. And so what basically I just feel like, a lot of you You don't know what to expect. And mm. so you bring all this worthless expectation to marriage. Child. Period.
0: From the TV shows, from the books, the from your worthless auntie. worthless expectations
1: yeah. to marriage. And even if your guards aren't, uh, aren't up, you have enough to prop you up foolishly, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Suitcase props.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have enough to prop you up foolishly for there to be a lot of work to do. Yeah. So... I mean i don't know if it's an intentional thing but i definitely feel there are some guards yeah mm-hmm. so in the
0: year of our lord 2020 mm-hmm. is marriage necessary for women today
1: it isn't necessary it isn't necessary but i'm gonna tell you what as expensive as things are today it definitely makes it a whole we lot, just need a roommate. lot easier no you need a roommate I mean, true but you know you <laughs> you you can fall out with them too you know <laughs> They could be like, I'm out of here. You, ain't, you don't know how to act. You yeah. know, like, regardless however how it works, I'm just saying, like, if you just think about double incomes or whatever, yeah, for sure. or whatever you consider that. Like, think about, the, that's why, you know, two men, you know, they be living high on a hog because the income or whatever. And, yeah. you know, so stuff like that. But I'm just saying, like, two incomes are better than one all the time. We might have touched bases on this before. Yeah. But it, it's just the reality of it all. And so it's definitely easier mm-hmm. for, you know, a marriage in today's time and expenses, but it's not necessary for anything. Yeah. It's marriage is not necessary. And even if you love somebody, the only thing that makes it, you know, y'all make it anything is if y'all need to like have a say over, like what happens to them if they get ill. Right. Or anything like that. Like that's Just get
0: y- you a good, a good ironclad
1: healthcare proxy. Whatever, whatever you can get in in line, you know, whatever needs to be put in place or whatever. Those are the reasons that in the past people feel like it was necessary. You know, depending on where you live. Right. There needs to be something like that. Yeah. And so there it is. But I just know that I don't think it's necessary. Necessary for what? Like necessary to be happy. Absolutely not. Well, we
0: all know, well at least I know, I would speak from my experiences. You get real side eyes when you over thirty and not married and no children.
1: Well, I had this old call worker and she swore up and down at people treated her differently and judged her after her husband passed away. Really? And I had to tell that her That man can't help that he died. Okay, and I had to tell her that a lot of this was her perception. On how she was being treated oh. because her husband passed away. A little and projection. She, right. A little projection because she was no longer a married woman. Mm. And she know it was something natural that changed this for her. It was not divorce or anything like that. So she felt different. Mm. And it's because she had bought into the propaganda. The propaganda that this marriage completed you, and and that's why I'm saying oh, I wrote down. Girl, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, girl. yeah, yeah. But I wrote down. Black women have to unplug from the constant noise of something being wrong with us. Uh, so women in general have to unplug from the constant noise that we are incomplete
0: without a man. Without a man. Child. You know. Oh, you know I. Uh, Well, Carmen, yeah,
1: you know we gonna get a camera in here soon, y'all. Y'all could have seen the crazy eyes, (laughs) Carmen. Shit now, (laughs) (laughs) but listen. So, I mean, we understand that none of it—he, them, they—a partner is not necessary for you to be complete. Right. It's an idea. It it works for some. Right. Not for all.
0: And to speak on your coworker. And feeling some type of way mm-hmm. about no longer being married. I feel like that is a, a trap that we fall into with labels. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was always, I'm Carmen, no matter what. No matter what. I happen to be a paralegal. Mm-hmm. I'm Carmen. I happen to be a wife at the time. Mm-hmm. So when you really get attached to those labels and then they're stripped away, you really don't be knowing what to do with yourself. Absolutely. And I feel like that is the propaganda that society has given us that you got to be in a box. And if you ain't in a box, something
1: wrong. Right. And if you, I feel like if you are in a halfway decent marriage, Mm -hmm. life teaches you the no guarantee aspect to Uh where self always has to be solid. Hey. No matter what. Period. Okay. And so (laughs) if if one moment you were lost in that man or in that woman. Yeah. At one point, another point you realize, okay, uh, I'm about to drown. Yeah, and then we talked about that us and we and I and me, girl. Hey, we didn't cover a lot of these topics, y'all. <laughs> we didn't cover them. Y'all got some work to do. Yes. Okay, but listen, like it's it's a real thing. You bet not. You, you you lose yourself in love for a little bit, but the way love is, you know, love is not always a feeling. And when and when it gets beyond being a feeling, it's an action. And so when it becomes an action, it's time for you to identify with yourself. Yeah. And understand who you are and what you bring. Period. Okay, and you know, whatever happens, you are still an individual that is valuable. Mm. This person did not add to you. You did not add to them. Y'all y'all made conscious decisions to be happy together. Period. You brought happiness. He brought happiness. Y'all decided to be happy together.
0: Do you think marriage changes things? Yeah, it does. It like, does. I felt a real world shift <laughs> in being boyfriend girlfriend mm-hmm. significant you know others
1: mm-hmm.
0: to being married it's like sh- it's i
1: felt it you feel it no so because i did not believe it i promise I you felt it in i my promise bones. to god people would tell me when i was engaged people would tell me how different it was gonna be when i was married i thought it was hogwash i laughed Girl. them like i'm like y'all yeah, so stupid what is the difference and you get married and you feel the difference it's a difference let me tell you why it's a difference because Girl. because you've now made vows you said things in front of god Okay. A uh, clergyman and said, you know, and are representing God that you were vowing to be with this person, to have and to hold, to death, do all these things. And you were not lying. In that moment, you were telling the truth as you knew it to be. Yes. Right. And you feel the responsibility you now have for you guys. Girl. Nothing you do is no longer only affecting you. Right.
0: Girl, I felt it. A breeze flew through the office when no windows open. I was like, "Oh shit!" Now, shit just got real. Woo. Like it got real, real. Because now, and it's just making shit up in my head. But it was like, "Damn!" Like I really, like I consider his feelings. But now I really gotta consider
1: his feelings. Like right. I really gotta take this extra step. And, and I mean, and the fact that the fact that you were processing that told you, told you that you didn't you 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 put thought in it but you didn't sit sit mm-hmm. sit
0: with it like i was didn't. engaged for a nanosecond, i swear Listen, like like a like week
1: you didn't... <laughs> like i was engaged for a week <laughs> so carmen wouldn't have fallen from no grace let me just tell you let me just tell y'all right now because she like been that done that it don't work out you know okay Never. so <laughs> Listen, so it's just like that thing. So it's like when you get to sit with it and understand what it is you're doing mm-hmm. and committing to and you get to see that person for everything. Yeah. Like people tell you don't don't get married when you're in love. Mm. You know, get married like... I got married in lust. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll basically, get married after y'all go through some seasons or Yes, whatever, for sure. To make sure this love is that. Absolutely. Absolutely love because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like people who you get married and they get divorced like six months later, you be like, "Did y'all know each other?" Absolutely not. What did you know about each other? He was cute. (laughs) (laughs) He had a little bit of money. Does does cuteness, you know, make marriages last?
0: No, but he nice to
1: look at. That's good, but that's about it. But he nice to look at. Yeah. So, how far you think y'all gonna go? Chat uh, almost three years. Anywho. Okay, so, and, 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 and that's the thing. Like you gotta get to know this person, and while looks are great, that's not gonna make your it's marriage. It's not. It's it's not. Um, you know, it's we're human. Yeah, and we really got to reason with self in a lot of cases. Yeah, and you just gotta get down to the nitty gritty. And I I, don't, I I hate to be the you know the bearer of bad news or the Debbie Downer that says stuff like you know. When you fall in love in two weeks, you probably ain't got nothing. And probably gonna take you four four years to realize it. Um, you know, I'm sorry, but the truth of the matter is, you're moving too fast. Yeah,
0: and that and that's real.
1: You're that's moving so too real. fast, and
0: some of us can't control ourselves.
1: I'm probably talking to somebody right now, yeah. and they looking at the radio, or they pull out a headphone on one side still got one in, Good for you. Um, <laughs> and you and you you move too fast. Shout out to AirPods. You you move real fast, and it's it's no reason to be moving that fast. Yeah, you 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 have time and i know they telling you you're looking at you know the news and all the other stuff but what i'm telling you is you have time to make a decision in regards to love yes you have time to realize if you truly love somebody or if you're in lust or if you're infatuated or you're in love with the idea of being in love girl you, you enjoy this attention the... whatever the case is like take your time with these love decisions i say it all the time that there is a a, a, a group of
0: women who want weddings they just want weddings,
1: and you need to identify if that's you because you can become a wedding planner and you can see as many weddings as you need. Oh my mama! Okay, <laughs> you can plan them all. Let somebody else go through it and be like, "Yay, wedding!" You don't need to do it yourself Child. every time, all the time. You figure that out about yourself, you know. Like you know, it's, it's just it's things about you that you need to realize, and there's things about these people that you're deciding to connect yourself with, right? That you need to realize and accept and try and figure out if you really accept it. Mm-hmm. Cause some, 'Cause some of us go down this all knowing I don't like nothing.
0: They be But, but this dress is nice. But they, they, be marry, they, is they be trying to marry be trying to marry security. Is that wrong?
1: Security? hmm It depends on what kind of security you marrying. Are you marrying financial security? Yeah. You what you mean? Yeah. If that's what you marrying, then no, nah, you don't have nothing real. <laughs>
0: They say your first marriage is for love, and that's what I'm married for. If I ever get married again, I highly, highly, highly doubt that I ever will. It's going to be for some security.
1: No, nah, but see, I don't, like, like, you know how I think. You know, yeah. I want, I want it to be about love. I want it to cross as many um, boxes, check might, off as many I, boxes I like as I can. I like them. I'll probably you like them. I, I, <laughs> I, I cannot marry for security only.
0: Well, we see what married for
1: love got me. You said it was lust.
0: Well, whatever.
1: Love and lust. Love and lust. Lust song to be love. Something like that. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> either way. Either way. Nothing is guaranteed. And, you know. Yeah. If you go into a marriage understanding that, you know, regardless of if me and this person works out or not, I know I have a love. Yeah. For this person. For and sure. I want them to do well, regardless if I'm in that picture or not. That's how I knew. And so, like, because I'm an individual. Mm-hmm. First, regardless of what happens, I know I love you. And I want you to have what you feel like you need to have. And I'm going to have what I feel like I need to have. And right now she, you. And if you don't feel the same way, let me know. We do what we got to do. It might hurt. But yeah. I love you. So I support your bad decision. You understand? <laughs> you understand? And, and, that, and that's how I feel, you know? Yeah. But it's just me being honest with myself because I'm not going to hold nobody hostage. They mm-hmm. don't want to be with me. You understand? And that's just, that's just the way... I see it. But I want there to be a love. And, you know, with that love, hopefully we help each other grow and we get that security because we've learned how to love each other. Right. Because love is now an action. It's no longer a feeling, you know. Right. And then, you know, whatever comes next. I just hope we just get to build off of that. For sure. And he's taught me so much. And I'm sure I taught him so much, you know. And it's just, it's funny. It's hilarious. But it's a beautiful thing when you get to look at, what, 10 years. Yeah. Later and you're Hey. Like, and the kid and you're like, "Oh, it's
0: beautiful." It did good. It's beautiful. Now, I'm not going to completely chop down the institution of marriage. Right. Cuz I do think it is beautiful cuz when it works, it works. It's it's the best thing in the world. You know what and I'm saying? And not look the same. None of them look the same. Like whatever, whatever works for you and your relationship dynamic, I am all for because I'm all for people liking the person that they're with, loving the person that they're with, growing and evolving with the person that they're mm-hmm. with. But if none of those things are happening, there is no need for us to feel like we have to be here.
1: I feel like we're failing because we're realizing.
0: We you can't, see what I'm saying? We can't be
1: here. Yes. You know?
0: And that was kind of a hard pill for me to swallow. Like, damn, like, it really didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Like, what does that say about me? And all this other kind of goofy shit that I was thinking at the time. Because it had nothing to do with me. Nothing. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, I enjoyed being a wife. I was just married to the wrong dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love what came with, this is my husband, and we're building this, and all that jazz. But, mm would I do it again? Probably not. I'm I'm down for a long-term Listen. person. Okay. We'll do a long-term person. Hey
1: guys, let me tell you what Carmen But I said. got another question. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a decipher. I'm going to tell you what she's saying right oh, now. Oh god. When she says probably not, it's like she's still dealing with some things in relation to marriage and how it feels or how it felt previously. Yeah. But as she continues to heal, she will not turn down a great opportunity.
0: You know what songs playing in my head right now? What? You don't own me. <laughs> I'm not just one of your little toys. You don't own me. And hopefully, when she's editing this episode, <laughs> she
1: just puts it in here. I'll do
0: it. Drop I'll it do it. Okay, so one more, one more talking point, and okay. then we can get out of here because we've been here for a minute. Mm-hmm. Lonnie Love made her comment on the real about black men being incapable of being faithful in relationships. And she tried to tie it back to slavery and how our families were broken up. And so we had no idea of what a family structure was supposed to look like. And this is that and the third. What are your thoughts?
1: My thoughts are never make blanket statements. Because when you do, there's a blanket of foolishness that falls on you. But I understand the reasoning Mm -hmm. that she put behind it. Like we do uh have a lot of obstacles in our community in regards to faithfulness. Yeah. Right? And again, we, we've talked about cheating before and cheating is not the only portrayal of a relationship mm. that you can experience. And you know, we we also have to look at cheating for what it is. Sometimes, you know, it doesn't have to end a relationship. It very mm-hmm. well can, but it can also make the relationship stronger. For sure. I feel like cheating is it very low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. I feel like 9 out of 10 it will be experienced because a lack of communication, right? a lack of, you know, openness, a uh, a lack of forthcomingness, uh, a lack of understanding why you do what you do. Right. I feel like I used to tell myself when I was a kid men who cheated didn't feel like they deserved love. Um, now I don't know how true that is and I don't know if there's any There's you know, some
0: truth in it that stats for sure. that
1: backed it up, but that's what I believed as a kid. Like yeah, twelve year old Crystal was because like, 'cause she's
0: been perfect forever. You no, know, twelve
1: year old Crystal said men who cheat don't feel like they deserve love. So I feel like there is some fear mm-hmm. and some insecurity involved in cheating and maybe it's thoughtless but it you may- could also just be a whore yeah then maybe it's thoughtless and maybe it's a lack of control or For whatever sure. it can be any of anything
0: i do you think that that lack of control comes from the sowing of the oats and women feeling like they got to lock it down because they've been taught from the gate to just do what you want with who you want as um, frequently as you
1: want i feel like
0: I threw a curveball. I'm I sorry. Feel,
1: I feel like the saying that says men live. No, m- women live to love and men love to live. Mm. Right. And so I feel like men sleep around. Yeah. With the thought that they're living.
0: Oh.
1: Right. And I think that's ignorant. Forgive me. An ignorant idea of living. Just yeah. because you can sleep with who you want to sleep with doesn't mean you have a quality of life. Oh. You understand? Yeah, you have options, but why do you? Why is why is there a woman involved in? Because
0: that's the only time they feel like a man.
1: <laughs> so I I, I I feel like there is some lack there, some yeah, limitation there. And and maybe you haven't lived at all. Mm, you understand? Yeah. Maybe you're living by somebody else's definition. Maybe you should do some more research, some more work, getting to know who you are. Maybe you should travel. Maybe yeah. maybe traveling should be the cherry you popping. You know, like, you know. <laughs> Shout out to
0: Tim Tebow. He finally get to getting his cherry pop. Huh? Tim Tebow. Well, Bye. He's the Christian football player yeah. who said he was going to be a virgin until he got married. Mm-hmm. He got married last week. Well, great. He's going to get his cherry
1: pop. Or oh, he's going to make somebody miserable.
0: Because um, he's a lousy lover. Because he don't know what he's doing. Because he don't know what he's doing. And you a grown-ass man. But we're not talking about Tim right now. Right.
1: Lonnie, I, don't, I don't. To me, I feel like there's some truth to it. But I don't think, like I said, blanket statements. You can't right. do it. And, and I feel like there's a lot of men out there, a lot of black men out there, who have never cheated. You don't hear about them. Right. But what did they do? What did they do differently? What was their upbringing like? Right. I feel like they just made a choice, and I feel it's like it's all that, about making a choice. I feel like there's too many men today in 2020 that are still hanging on to this. I'm a man, so I do things a certain way, and it's no excuse. It's ignorant. You suck. Yeah. All right. Like so, grow up, figure things out. Just because you sleep, you sleeping around to make your man. You, uh, you know, not being able to handle yourself, don't make like all of these things that you throw up there as an excuse makes you less of a man. Actually, you know, a man knows what they want and they go get that. And if you don't want to be with one person, you don't lead anybody along. For sure. So if, if you're not leading nobody on, you're not in a relationship. And in fact, if you're, if you're a single man and you're dedicated to being single, then you are faithful mm. to your choice. Uh. Be faithful to your choices, y'all. Uh. Okay. Okay. Just because a man is, you know, not what ready to commit don't mean he don't know how to have a faithful, for, a faithful relationship. Right. That's not what that means. You know, like a lot of people want to group the men who are out there deciding to be single. Right. Tell every woman they deal with, they not settling down. Yeah. They are gonna be single and they group with them into cheaters. Those are not cheaters, ladies.
0: Period. Okay. <laughs> I thought that Lonnie's statement was definitely blanket, mm-hmm. but there is some truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think what she Failed to do was to also look at The other side of the spectrum because we Know that Lonnie's with a white man and she love him And she want to let us know every chance She get that white men is the way To go what else white
1: men cheat too. ask all the white women who've been but cheated on Listen
0: and that is a point that I'm trying to make Because while she was making the argument about Slavery what she failed to do was To also acknowledge the slave masters Who were going into those cabins and Raping those women and cheating on Their white wives you see what I'm saying? That is the part of the puzzle that you that you chose to omit in order to make a point. And Amanda Seals was sitting her ass right there, clapping and, and rooting and high fiving and all of that shit off of what Lonnie was saying. But but um, uh, what's her name? Amanda, for you to be as smart as you are, I don't understand how you could allow Lonnie to overlook that major point.
1: Well, you know, if,
0: if she wanted to bring up the slavery right now, point,
1: Amanda is trying to seal the deal. All right. Um. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? If yeah. you were going to
0: bring that into your argument, then you have to you also have to take into consideration right. she, everything she, else. She, that She was wasn't happening. taking
1: into consider- consideration everything. She wasn't. It, it, she
0: wasn't because she was trying to make her point, And she, I get yeah. it.
1: And I get it. I get that you, you found love
0: okay yes congratulations we're happy love you and he love may never wins. hurt
1: you or whatever but are you marrying security yes okay so shut up
0: period okay
1: you he, he gonna be faithful to security not you all right and so- i just want
0: lonnie and i want i want lonnie love and i want sherry shepherd and i want the rest of them just but just like you hate black men because they've hurt you and you haven't worked through it just say you hate them just say you hate them Instead of finding all of these other artists reasons
1: are they don't hate black men, but they the, maybe the black women who are actually bitter should own mm. up to it. So they can quit mistaking the ones who aren't for uh. being better. Okay. Period. That way they know the difference. Because if you sitting over there bitter and you're saying bitter things and they, they, they blanket statement all of us, oh okay, they A all bitter. But no, if you if you didn't I, I'm bitter, been hurt, I'm still bitter. They can figure it out a little bit better. But see she bitter.
0: I may be borderline bitter.
1: But is this an admittance right now? I may be borderline bitter. Okay, then see, y'all but but
0: but look, men are trash in general.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it We get some truth, you know? Yeah. And I feel like we need to acknowledge when we are still hurting. Yeah. I think that's a very important part of the process For of sure. healing. Acknowledging I'm still going through something.
0: Lonnie's <laughs> feeling a void with this white man. I said it. I
1: feel like I feel like some women just need to be with somebody. Whether even if they love them, even if that they part don't too. I feel like it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of things that make us feel complete, but we gotta know, regardless, regardless, we're an individual and we're worthy. Yay. But um we can go about go on and on and about this, like marriage and black men and black women and white men and white women and who and But don't, we, gotta, and let to yeah. <laughs> yeah, we your, gotta let y'all get back to work. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta let y'all get back to work. Your lunch break was over forty Hopefully minutes. Hopefully y'all ago. figured out how to listen to our episode while working. Hopefully. Hopefully. But either way, either way, you know, this was a book review. We we, we went off topic a few times. But we were still on topic. We went off the questions. Yeah. And um either way you still got, you know, what you needed yes from our review and from how we think and how we see things and this was a great read and do we have another part we do we have a little we have two more we have
0: two more parts
1: right we have two more parts to this and so that'll be part three yes and um thank you for listening bye
0: You have just listened to the Raining Opinions Podcast with your hosts Carmen and Crystal. Be sure to visit our social media pages to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. If you love the Raining Opinions Podcast, we love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. The Raining Opinions Podcast can also be found on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Raining Opinions Podcast would love to let your opinion rain. If you would like to respond to anything from today's episode call or text our opinion line at 972-729-9381. See you at the next episode.